Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Robbie Falk from 24-7 Sports, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and the birthday boy Robbie Falk here with you on a Friday morning. Thank you. It's not his birthday anymore. It was as we're recording, though. Yeah. So uh, I'm milking for, it for all we, we have. As here. you should, as you should. Uh, thanks for joining us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all of you guys out there, our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. I want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip to the drive thru over at Strange Brew Coffee House or at Brupolo over in Tupelo. It'd be a little weird if Brupolo was in Canton. Uh, yeah, it would be. The home of Brooks Roberts. Yeah, that's right. The City of Lights. It is the City of Lights. So, they could have, instead of filming a time to kill, they could have filled a, a time to brew. <laughs> so, I actually have to go to Churn and Spoon today because I don't know if you listen to Thursday Sports Talk Mississippi, but they're talking about these Miami milkshakes. So, I have to go get a vanilla milkshake and put ranch dressing in it, and and a buffalo wing. Yeah. Okay. So, what I'm going to do is this. You tell me. I'm going to get some buffalo wings. I'm gonna go over to WTF. Wait, you wings. have to, wait. What do you mean you have to do this? I got. We're, we're each. You gonna lost try. a bed or something? No, we, I got. A, I got to sign that one. Imagine that. Imagine Richard Cross assigned me the crappy job, huh? Why did you get assigned that? Did you, you know, draw? Some- you know what thing about Richard Cross is? He's a. You know what? I'm not gonna go the MJ <laughs> round on that. Fire me! I, I still haven't seen that, by the way. Oh. Okay, well, let, let me ask you this question about this So what I'm going to do is, thing. let me tell you what I'm going to do, and then you ask the question. Okay. I'm going to get the wings and the ranch, and I have the vanilla milkshake. I'm going to dip the ranch in the, in the wing into the ranch, and then dip that into the milkshake, and that's what I'll eat. Okay, so I saw the picture. Yeah. And I, is, is there a chance that this, is, this has been misconstrued, and there's a milkshake with wings and ranch dressing? And it's not a wings and ranch dressing milkshake. It is a vanilla milkshake. So it, it literally is milkshake with ranch dressing in it and wings. Yes. What are we doing here? What? I mean, it's, they've gone too far. Like I, so, when I read that tweet, mm-hmm. my first thought was a milkshake with your wings and ranch dressing. Right. And the wings were just in the ranch dressing. Right. That was the first thing that I. When, when I was reading the no, tweet, they they, I, they, they they have mixed it all together. I, I don't understand. I don't get I, it. That's but. that sounds awful. Well, they're going to see me at Churn and Spoon when I go get my vanilla milkshake later today. I mean, fries and a milkshake, maybe. Oh, but we're, we're going. You know what? Only I'm man enough to do it on that show. I'm the only one who's got the balls to do it. The Cajones. What I've got. It's a couple of grapefruits, and if Richard Cross doesn't humble himself before me, he'll be picking seeds out of his teeth. Intestinal fortitude. Testicular fortitude. Testicular fortitude. fortitude. Only I have that on this show. Yeah. What a great ad read that was. Humble Taco. No, no. College Corner. And collegecornerstore.com. You tried to do Humble Taco second, like, the last two times. 
I need to make a, a stop at, at College Corner because, man, I have been wearing MSU stuff all week to appease a jerk-off Ole Miss fan. And, uh, I'm, I, you know, i I, I got to be honest, I don't have as much stuff as I thought I did. Has he said anything to you? Since no, no, no. So... I may, I may, I may see how long I can make this streak run, and then go get a picture of myself every day, and then just tweet them all to him. Well, and the, what I was waiting for is, I mean, you you can do nothing right with right. that fan base. Correct. So y- I was waiting for you to wear. If you would have worn Mississippi State gear, he would have come in there and called you a homer and a fanboy and all this stuff. We start wearing other people's gear, and he says you're not, you don't love your team, you're embarrassed right. of your team. I can't win. I mean, it's kind of like you know us going out and having dinner. And being, you know, normal human beings and having a relationship, being friends and all that stuff, mm-hmm. and people thinking that for some reason that's stupid. We're very tangy today here. We're very spicy. I'm just saying. It's fine. It's fine. College Corner, two locations to serve you in the Jackson area. Ridgeland and Fleet by Fleet Feet. Flow by the Half Shell. And they can always shop online at collegecornerstore.com. Humble Taco, we just mentioned it. Starville's best Mexican restaurant, Mexican fare with Mississippi roots, tacos like you can't find anywhere else, great margaritas, great drink specials, great chips and salsa, everything on that menu. There's something on that menu for everybody. So check them out next time you're here in Starville or if you live here in town this weekend, head on out there to Humble Taco and get a great, great experience. Firehouse Subs, that's where you need to head for lunch today and grab a sub with using the Firehouse Subs app. It's free. You download it, you place your order online, it's ready within minutes, and the reward points, they pile up like Robbie and I's hate for the Ole Miss Rebels, evidently, today, and their fans. I don't know why. I don't know why we're so angry, but we are. But we are. I'm just anticipating tweets from Ole Miss people when, when there's a picture that surfaces of us at Two Brothers or something. Yeah, something happens like that. So Yeah. We'll see how it goes. Anyway... Firehouse Subs, locations to serve you in Starville and Tupelo, Columbus and Oxford, and Flowood and Madison. Unnecessarily long intro to the show. Well, that's part of that was the whole milkshake thing, which yeah. was an interesting topic at least. Okay. So That's uh, all right. It, it, and I think people enjoy it when I make fun of Richard. Yes, I think they do. Richard has replaced Ben Garrett as the rebel I have the kayfabe relationship with. Yeah. Like, it used to be like, oh, I hate that Ben Garrett. In reality, Ben Garrett and I are good friends. It's turned into Richard now. Richard and like, ah, oh, I hate Richard. Now Richard and I are great friends. Sure. Right. Sure. At least that's what I'd have you believe. That's right. So, Richard, that's what, that's what you, someone that secretly hates someone Richard, would say. Richard, would you like me better if I was an ex-Super Talk guy? <laughs> so anyway. Uh... I love a good win total, don't you? We talked about this today on Sports Talk Mississippi, but I want to go into more depth on it from a Mississippi State perspective. You and I, who I would say, from a, you know, from a, do you think about us and what we talk about on the show and, and the way we attack things? We're not, we're not sunshine pumpers. No, we're not. We we you know, especially so, this past year, we have not been accused of being sunshine no, pumpers. No, gloom and doom. Cue up the uh, the graphic. That's right. But but. Me especially. You know, I built a brand on being negative, being a pessimist. And you and I have both been pretty adamant, though, that we expect a step forward from Mississippi State football in uh, 2022. Seven and six a year ago, seven and five in the regular season. You know, I think we both eight and four. Eight and four is a very reasonable prediction. Uh, our friends in the desert over at Bet Online. Are gonna well? I I, you know, I don't say I say they see things differently. You know, the whole point of these numbers is to draw in money. Yes, 
These are the people that put Jackson Dart on the Heisman ballot if he wins the job. So right. we, we've said that it's a two-part process. Right now, we don't even know if he's going to be the starting quarterback. But if he is, yes. he'll be a Heisman Step candidate. one, win the job. Yes. Step three, he's, Heisman. Which he's not good enough to win right now over a redshirt freshman. Step three freshman. is Heisman. We don't know what step two is. We don't know. So they've got state at Step six. two is wearing the uh, choker necklace that he wears on. The, the, the puka shells. That's right. Puka shells. Uh, that should be – we should do a uh, – Turning Richard, into a surfer. Richard and I should do a uh, a bet for the Egg Bowl where if I lose, i got to wear puka shell necklace for a week. Uh, it's got to be something more than that. Well, I mean, that's, yeah, that's, that's, like, that's, he has to wear – like we'll go, we'll go stereotypical. He has to wear overalls every day for a week. You just wear uh, cargo shorts. I would wear cargo shorts regardless, though. Yeah, I'm just I'm saying him. Oh, okay. It's he also, needs to it's wear the cargo winter, though. You know, let let him wear cargo shorts and a t-shirt. It's December. Uh, That'd be camo. Now, that's actually not a bad idea. We have to dress like the other guy. So I got to wear like a polo tucked into khakis every day. Yes. Whereas he has to go get like some superhero t-shirts. <laughs> 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 Start wearing those. All right. So you have to wear we, a Batman T-shirt. So here's you. what I want from you. For, I'm, we'll go into depth on state. I just want your absolute gut feeling on all of these. For, we'll just do the West. Mm-hmm. Bama ten and a half. Um. Yeah. I'm. That, I'm. I'm over. gonna hit. I'm gonna hit with that. Yeah. I would go over. Yeah. So uh, over under Arkansas seven and a half. I mean, we both said ten. Just over. Today, yeah. A yeah. and M eight and a half. Ooh, That's the I, one, right? I th- I think over. I think they can get nine. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go over. Okay. I won't be surprised if they're under, though. Yeah. I, Ole I mean, Miss, seven and a half. I'm going to go over. Their schedule sucks. It is soft, yeah. And then LSU, LSU six and a half? Over. They'll win seven or eight. So that's, if you think State's over, that's six of, five, six of the seven teams. Everybody's, everybody, I mean, they, they, Auburn's five and a half. I said under. I said five and seven. Yeah, you know, I could definitely see that. Okay. Well, that's one of those that I think that they might be on the money there. Yeah. All right. So state's six and a half. So they're saying a regression mm-hmm. for, for Mississippi State is, is what they're, they're saying. Is, is That's where the money is leading. Mm-hmm. Now, I won't be surprised if in a couple of, like when we get closer to the kickoff, if this number is seven and a half. If, it, if the, the smart money comes in heavily give them one taking more the win. over and they have to, to bump it up a little bit. But, yeah. How surprised are you? I guess would be to say that to see that number to start off for Mississippi State. I'm not. And not this is just straight up. I mean, this is just how. Respect. Yeah, I mean, this is this is how it is in preseason for Mississippi State. And Mike Leach has given people no reason to be high on them nationally. I mean, they're returning a lot of production, but I mean, they won seven games last year. They had a terrible finish to the year. There's just not a whole lot of excitement around this team, so. I mean, six and a half is a safe number for Mike Leach. And again, this is a, a situation where had they won that bowl game, I think this this number would be a full win higher. Oh, and if you if you beat Ole Miss, oh, and then you go Miss and win the bowl, bowl game, and you were nine, you would have been what nine and four. Yeah, you people will be talking about you as the dark horse in the West. Yes, yes, people will be talking about you as. Potential ten win team this year, but that's 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 the difference between perception and reality for Mississippi State. In reality, this is a pretty darn good team that they're bringing back this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the most experienced team in the SEC. 
Mm-hmm. Nobody has nobody's returning more production right. than Mississippi State. Right. And you were so close to winning f- three or four more games last year. But you didn't. If you win those games, the perception is a lot closer to the reality. But perception but, is reality, as we like to say here on Thunder uh, for, for a lot of us, it, it is. Honestly, but if For State, the people that didn't watch a lot of those ball games and they just see Mississippi State won seven games and they don't do their homework, then you say, okay, well, this year they got a tougher schedule. Six or seven wins is probably going to be where they sit. And that's probably going to be their ceiling. But we don't believe that. We don't, you and I don't see it that way. So, um, you know, I guess it's going to be one of those things where Mississippi State is going to have to prove the doubters wrong. They're going to have to prove the national analysts and the, and the, uh, the people in Las Vegas and all of that. They've got to prove those people wrong. They're going to have to win games at the end of the day. They've, they've won four games in year one under Mike Leach. They won seven last year. Mm-hmm. This year has to be another feels significant like step. like that's a good trend, but I guess, you know, what do we know? Yeah. I, I do think if Georgia wasn't on the schedule – and it was Missouri, mm-hmm. then the things significant, look significantly different. That's something I keep hearing from people. It's like, well, you're changing out Vanderbilt for Georgia. And yeah, I agree with that. That's probably trading a win for a loss. But I also would say that State's going to beat Memphis this year. Yeah. And so that goes a loss for a win, and it's a push mm-hmm. one way or the other. The other thing I would say is this, and then we just come back to it, and it just sort of occurred to me. I think if, if you if that dream scenario that we're talking about right there, where State beats Ole Miss to win the Egg Bowl and then wins its bowl game to finish 9-4. and four. I think there's a lot of, well, outside of Alabama and Georgia, this Mississippi State team could beat everybody on their schedule. Yeah. You know, you're talking about State is probably the favorite to, you know, if there's another two playoff teams to go to the Sugar Bowl. Yeah, but because, because look, at the other, look at the other teams. You have A&M, A&M, A&M at home. Well, no, you have all Auburn at questions. home. I mean, they, yeah. they have questions. But Ole it's, at, and it's at home too, yeah. you know. And, and Auburn is at home. That is a incredibly winnable ball game. Um, Arkansas is at home. You you've got the cycle, of the schedule here, where you should win those games that are, that mm-hmm. are usually toss ups. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Kentucky's going to be tough or whatever. But all those other games are are, are basically toss up ball games. You would think um, you're going into Bama and, and Georgia and feeling like you're probably going to lose those ball games, but the rest of your schedule is winnable. And um, you know, for us, when we when we sit there and break it down, we know what Mississippi State has returning. We can see it that way. But again, you just you look at Vegas and they're trying to get people to put money down, and national people are not paying attention to Mississippi State. It's going to be a lot different. Yeah, I mean, and you're right about the the schedule shifting. This is the year where you get those those toss up games, or however you want to define them: Arkansas, A and M, uh, Auburn, all at home. And you know you feel like you you can go two and one. You beat you did last year. You went two and one in those games on the road. Mm-hmm. So why can't you go two and one in those games this year? Kentucky. That's, that's what's just so frustrating about last year, though. Like, well, you should have been three and zero in went, those games. You went to Auburn and A and M, two places that you that you had penciled in as losses and won those ball games. And you blew those ball games against Memphis and LSU and Arkansas. I mean, they were so close. Yeah, I mean they could have won. Nine or ten games. They, here, here, I mean, they could have been ten and two in the regular season. I, I, people want to play woulda coulda, and they want to. They look at Louisiana Tech, and they yeah. say, "Well, you could have lost that one." When I play woulda coulda, I'm gonna Louisiana Tech is a team. It's just more of State shoulda beaten Beat them, them by badly. three touchdowns. Yeah. So they avoided disaster. In reality, if you had a kicker you could rely on last year, 
you probably win three more games in the regular season. At least two. I would say three. You probably beat you beat Memphis, you beat LSU, who you lost to by three, and you missed a field goal in that game. Yeah, and you beat Arkansas. I, I blame that. I blame that 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 play by Rodney Gross more than the field goal. Kicking. That was a bad. Yeah, that's another. But you know, special teams just killed state life. Yeah, the game was turning there, and Rodney Gross had an unnecessary penalty. And yeah, yeah. Which, so, by the way, transferring from Arizona State didn't without even out. you know taking part in the summer so. didn't work out. Um, but yeah, I mean, state was a lot closer to ten and two last year than they were to five and seven. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, I think so too. So I mean, yeah, they got crushed by Alabama. They the Ole Miss game. They played I mean, the Bama them. game was the only game they just weren't. They were not in. I would say they they were in the Ole Miss game, but they played really poorly in that game. But but I'm saying like that was a winnable ball game for them. It was. They should have the taken care of business quarter, in the yeah. first in the first half. Yeah. If they take care of business in the first half and they score two touchdowns, uh, right there instead of settling for a field goal and then missing a field goal. That game looks completely different. I mean, I, I will go to my grave believing that. Bama, they were not going to win that ball game. No. But that was the only game that they were just not in. Correct. And I think people are missing that. I think that is that is something that, that shouldn't be missed. Yeah. Mississippi State had a chance, and they're returning basically everybody. Yeah. So if old Uncle Brian here gave you 100 bucks for your birthday and said, go, put, go bet on uh, Mississippi State over-under, you're taking the over? I'm going to take the over. I agree with you. I just I have a really hard time believing Mississippi State wins six games. Yeah. If they do win six games and they lose the Egg Bowl, then Mike Leach's job is in jeopardy. It's in jeopardy. There's, there's no question about that. And it that. should be. He's getting paid $5 million. Yeah. It should be. Yeah. I mean, and I know, this, I know all the talk about, you know, Mississippi State traditionally is not going to bowl games and he's going to three or whatever. It would be three at that point, but still. He, he's got – I mean, you just fired a coach for going to two bowl games right. in two years and beating Ole Miss twice. Right. He would be 0-3 versus Ole Miss. Yeah. And I always think back that as bad as that state team was in 20 going up to Oxford, Moorhead would have killed Ole Miss. He would have run Schrader and Kylan Hill down their throats. Yeah, pro- the yeah, they, they couldn't stop the run. They couldn't stop the run. And Kylan Hill wouldn't have gotten kicked off the team. Yeah. And it would have been 400 yards rushing. And they would But have- would he have done that? Because he was, he was not really – he was kind of just forcing his offense. So let me tell you why I think he would have. Because he would have known at the end of that season he was in a lot of trouble. But he would if winning three straight Egg Bowls might have been I mean, because the year before against Ole Miss, the offense wasn't that wasn't great, great in the game. It wasn't so, great. But, but they I, did you run, know, I don't know. They ran the ball effectively in that game. They just couldn't throw it, and they tried to throw too much. I don't, I don't know what Moorhead would have done because the team was, was just, it's just yeah. dis- disintegrating in front of our eyes. But at the same time, with with Moorhead, do all those guys transfer out? You know, yeah, there's, just, there's, just, and, a, and the, there's a lot of what ifs. And lot. you know, like the you, you know better than I do, like that they were they were just oh yeah tailing. They were they were. So and the and you I know, know the leadership you was not. We, we good. know the same amount. Well, sometimes you do. Yeah, the the leadership was not good there. I don't no, know. No, I agree. All right, let's move on into the second half of the show. That's brought to you by our friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council who want to remind you that beef, it's what's for dinner. If you're cooking out this weekend, nothing beats the sizzle of beef on the grill. Grab some steaks. I'll tell you what, I was at Kroger uh, the other day, and they had those beef back ribs out there. That's a great cut to cook. It's easy to cook. You're talking about maybe a four-hour cook, three-and-a-half-hour cook total, and it's like eating ribeye steak on the bone. So good, so easy to cook. I definitely give that it's something you should check out. 
Head over to your local butcher. Head over to your grocery stores. Look at what's in the counter. Look beyond the normal stuff. You know, don't just look at the hamburgers and the steaks. Look beyond that. There's a lot of great cuts out there that they're willing to give you, and they're all fantastic. Beef, it's what's for dinner. Thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats. Oh, we'll be there shortly. As you're listening, we'll have, we will have already been there. We will have uh, moved on from that. But we're headed there tonight. For to celebrate Robbie's a celebration of life of Robbie. Oh, wait, that's what they call funerals. Oh now. my God! So, no, never mind. We're not going to call it that. Celebration Isn't that what they call life. funerals now? They don't yes. want to call it a funeral. So that is exactly what they call. I, Robbie, uh, Joel Coleman is actually in charge of my uh, when I pass. But he's going sh- to do your funeral. Yeah, make sure it's called a funeral. I want. I give you. I don't want anybody referring to it as a celebration. Can of we life. play "My Mom Coming Home"? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh but I'm just saying, I want people to know that it's a funeral. I don't want any any Celebration of life. No! No! He's dead and it's a funeral. I want everybody to be sad. Yeah, I want people sad when I go. I, I don't, don't want, want anybody, anybody happy. I don't want anybody happy. You can remember the good times the next day. If everybody's happy, it means that they're happy you're gone. Exactly. exactly. I'm not going to be happy if you're laying in a casket. I pre- See, Robbie is a true friend. I appreciate that. All right. We say all that to tell you that <laughs> Two Brothers food has really is really good. So what? You know, if you're going for a last meal, go to Two Brothers <laughs> Smoked Meats. <laughs> I'm glad we had that around Two Brothers and not around Advantage Business Systems. I, have, I don't know how I would have segued that. But I will tell you this with Advantage Business Systems. They make the difference when it comes to service. You know, these days, service is everything. When you go out to eat, when you, when, you, when you buy clothes, whatever it is, we're always concerned about how are we being you know, served at these places. Yeah, I, 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 and most of the time, it's not good. I know. I mean, you hear people complain nowadays. Very rarely are they complaining about the products that they're buying. They're complaining about how they were treated when they deal with these businesses. Well, Advantage Business Systems is going to deal with you like you're their neighbor. Because they are. They're a Mississippi business, just like yours. So call them today and put them to work for you. 601-362-9192. Or visit them online at absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. Back-to-back days, we're going to play the song. The transfer portal uh, makes it a, makes us have to get to play the song a lot more. I like that. Um, Jamel Horton. Here's a. I will. Uh, I will give you a dollar in cash if you can tell me what Albany's mascot is. Wildcats. They are the Great Danes. The Great Danes. Yeah, huh? that's a great mascot in my opinion. Jamel Horton hitting the portal, and he is headed to Mississippi State, coming out of Queens, New York. New York. Yeah. What is it? The one place you can find a woman fit for a king. Queens. Oh. Yeah. Uh, 6'4", 190-pound guard, averaged 13 points a game last year, three rebounds, four assists. Good-sized guard. Good-sized guard, and more importantly than that, and this is something we haven't really talked about, this guy was the American East Conference Defensive Player of the Year yeah. a season ago. You know, we, ha- we haven't really talked about Mississippi State defensively last year. They were soft, especially on the perimeter where – I'm we talked, a, and that's what we talked about. You know, Ben Howland's teams were always good yeah. defensively, but I'm making an assumption 
But as a guard, I have to assume that he won this based on his perimeter defense. How many times last year did we see a guy just go nuts against Mississippi State? Uh, how many times shoot, have we seen that like yeah. all time? Teams shoot. Uh, some guy shoots 7 of 11 from behind the arc. It looks like this is the kind of guy who can help put a stop to that. Yeah, and along with DJ Jeffries and Cam Matthews, mm-hmm. you have a good solid defensive core there. And you and you needed you need some depth there at the guard position. I think they got it. And this this is a guy that's probably going to be able to move into the starting lineup, compete for that starting point guard spot. Mm-hmm. And you could probably move Davis over to the two. Mm-hmm. Some play him at some of the. And team. really, you have two point guards doing that. And then you have Shaq Moore coming off the bench, mm-hmm. building some depth here. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah, what you probably have Reed as as Eric Reed is one of your starters. Yep. yep. Uh, then you have didn't you go to DJ. or off the bench. I mean, and then whatever. You to probably DJ, and then Tolu. Um, or you know, they, they they might need a little more front court depth. I think they're still looking for that. But and obviously we're still they need a stretch. Four, they need a stretch four. Yeah, which we're was, still kind of waiting with ACOT. We're still waiting here, and waiting, and waiting on Isaiah Mosley. Which what here's a saga my thing. This is at this point. Here's my thing with Mosley. There's no schools that are popping up as an immediate threat. What is going on? I mean, I, I have no idea, and I've been following, you know, Paul's reporting and stuff, and, and and Paul seems to be even kind of flabbergasted here about what's happening. What's going on? Is he waiting for somebody else? Is he just scared to pull the trigger for Mississippi State? I don't know, but it's obvious. You and I have seen this in Mississippi State recruiting for years. Oh, yeah. If a player doesn't commit, like, pretty soon after his, after his visit, he's doing what he can to, to go somewhere else. I call this the he, Jerome Carvin Award. Do you remember him? Yes. He was a guy who he visited state, and every week it was like he's he, – it was it seemed like every week feel like he's really going to commit to Mississippi State, but there's some new interest from – and it was Alabama, and then it was Texas A&M, and then it was ten, and then he And you like survived that team, and then somebody else somebody pops else, up. It was always him looking for another team. Yeah. This is what Mosley's doing. Stone but Blanton, I, a little bit of that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, we should have we should have saw the signs on Stone Blanton a little more. But this is very similar. I mean, Mosley has only visited Mississippi State. Mm-hmm. Kansas, the the rumored team that was after him, mm-hmm. not interested. Not interested. Texas Tech, the rumored team that, that, was, that was after him. They don't have a spot for him, or they're waiting on somebody else. Right. You know, Duke. No, they're not interested in. All these teams are popping up, and they're not going to take him. So, and he's not visiting. He hasn't visited a single other school. This is the weirdest recruitment I've seen in a long time. Mm-hmm. But it's obvious he does not want to be at Mississippi State. Right. Now, could he end up at Mississippi State? Yes, he could. And if he does. Great. You sit around and wait on a guy like that because there's nobody else in the portal. Right. There's no other twenty. That's averaging game, twenty guys. points per yeah. game, and this is a guy that that's a difference maker for you. He changes your season in a lot of ways next year. So, unfortunately, you have to sit around and wait on this drama, and wait on a player that doesn't seem to want you. Mm-hmm. But it is what it is. Chris Jans is trying to win games next year. You wait around and see what happens. This is real big recruiting. This is what this is like. Mississippi State fans have gotten so used to picking up guys who don't have a whole nobody wants of, of offers, and you know, and not that Mosley is just sitting you know flush with offers, but he's good enough that he can wait. Mm-hmm. He can wait and see if Kansas can open up because Kansas will be like, all right, we're interested now. So, I mean, he could take it all the way to August in the start of school. And maybe eventually Mississippi State can get to a similar state. But they're not, not there right not now. Not to Kansas, but, right, right. you know, a state where you can come in late and get a player like this. Mm-hmm. But right now, Mississippi State has not been good at basketball for years. Mm-hmm. Chris Jans 
is a first-year head coach here. He does have some baggage in the past that ha- that has been floated around in yep. that circle, 100%. and I think is 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 hurting him in some capacity, uh, just based on what I understand. And I think that you know that stuff can be um, alleviated here by by Chris Jans if he wins. But uh, as of right now, he's he doesn't have a whole lot to sell that can compete with teams like that. So I just thought I'd give the roster a look, but it is still last year's roster up here on the website. Well, I don't think Iverson Molinar. That that thing didn't get updated until like two weeks before the season last year. So the women's is already updated. Good for them. Um, So we'll continue to watch on Mosley. I think there's one more spot available as well. So we'll see. If, if Jans is able to fill that, my guess is he would like to. Uh, and if not Mosley, you know they will. De- they're definitely not done. They're going to bring in one more guy. It's either going to be Mosley or whoever the next guy is on the list. So we'll see. But Chris and I think um, you know they have two scholarships left. So I think they're waiting on Mosley. And then, from what I was told, they they will probably save that other scholarship because I don't think ACOT's going to happen. Okay. Yeah. They, they've so moved on from so they'll, so they'll wait and see what they can get next year. Or in the, or in the uh, summer. In the summer. Okay. Somebody pops up, you know, Makes in the sense. summer. Yeah. Makes sense. Jamel Horton, though, seems like a good addition uh, for Mississippi State. All right, guys. Have a great weekend. We will be back with you on uh, Monday or Sunday evening, uh, and then we'll have a show up for you then. Uh, yeah. Have a good yeah. one. All right, for Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk. Mississippi Media Production.